All right, everyone. Welcome to the Cackalack Panthers Chat Podcast, where we talk all things Carolina Panthers, things totally unrelated to the Panthers, and we keep it fresh, light, and hype. Coming to you quasi-live from the comfy confines of my basement, I'm Adam, one of your four hosts. We've also got BK, Wilstradamus, and Mel. Are y'all ready to get started? Yes. All right, guys. This is our very, very first podcast. But before we get into today's show, we have to go through our disclaimer. We are the unofficial Panthers Talk podcast. The statements made on this show do not necessarily represent the views of the Panthers organization or even those individuals making them. They may be the opinions of their alter egos or voices inside their heads and at times their children. Opinions may change on the fly or after conscious deliberation or for no reason whatsoever. Although Mel's opinion of Cam will never, ever change. We are in no way affiliated with the actual Panthers organization. We are simply years and decades long Panthers fans who the actual Panthers organization takes for granted and refuses field passes. Today's show is brought to you by Antonio Brown's vaccination card services. When you just want to catch balls, but you want to avoid the shot that shrinks them. (laughs) Okay, guys, for our first topic today, I am so excited. Cam is back. And furthermore, we back. We are back. <laughs> we are like, back. Like the shows, like the shirt said, and that's another thing that makes me so excited. They're wearing those shirts that they used to wear that had all the sayings on them. That's just it's just a little mood boost. I can't even begin to tell you guys how surreal and excited I was to start when the news started leaking out just as rumors and I was texting all of y'all and I was like, oh my God, is this real? Could this be real? Because coming back from the game, the Patriots game, the last home game on Sunday, we left super early. It was abysmal. It was awful, awful, awful. And fans were walking back from the stadium using expletives. We need to get Cam back. And you know, everybody was saying that. Everybody was saying it. And we were just sort of walking along. And it was just... Um, here again, they had the whole end zone um, from the, the home side. The whole right end zone was Patriots fans, and you could hear them when they got down there on the goal lines screaming, go, Pats, go, go, Pats, go. And I was like, oh, God, here we go again. So after that game, it, you know, everybody's down, every, and all of a sudden you get this news that Cam is coming back. I swear, it was like, it was like, you know when you're a kid at Christmas and you come down and you're going to see all your gifts and you're like, oh, my God, I got the Barbie dream house. And you're just so excited. So Cam is the Barbie dream house. He is, yes. He, it, it he was, is your Barbie dream house. He is your real house. He is, he is the brick house for you, Mel. And, in fact, my topic was going to be, you know, before this all happened, was like, hey, get Cam back. It's just a win-win situation. I mean, if he plays horribly, he is going to boost the mood of everybody in Charlotte. I mean, they need to sell tick. They need to save that organization. It was sinking fast. You know how I told you I never wanted to sell my tickets to opposing fans? Well, I, it got to the point where like, I might as well join them. This ain't going anywhere. They're not doing anything for us. Forget it. Forget it. My two seats aren't going to matter. So I was supposed to be out of town leaving today um had already reserved a spot for a week 
and um, I had listed my tickets for sale. They weren't going anywhere. And I listed the Tampa Bay Bucks for sale, too, on the 26th because I just put them up on Ticketmaster, I said. And I did put them up on the Royal Wright as well, but nobody wanted them. And I uh, was even listing them, like, below face value. Um, What's happened to the value now? Uh, well, uh, yeah. So when I started hearing the rumors swirl, I, I, I immediately got on the computer and started raising the prices. So for Washington, tomorrow I raised the prices to, like, um, one fifty per ticket. I think the face is one hundred five. I think on Ticketmaster they actually sell them more though. But and then I went to raise the bucks prices and they had already been sold and I was so uh, bummed about that. So they had already been sold. So I went back and then when I start thinking about it, the rumors get confirmed. I go back in and I raise the prices again of Washington to one seventy five each. And then I started thinking about it. I said, I can't miss this. So I took them down, and I had a scary moment for a while because it said this transaction can't be canceled, which means somebody's in the process of buying them. So I don't know if somebody had them in their cart. It took too long, and then they went away or whatever, but I was able to reclaim them. So I am going tomorrow. I'm sacrificing a day of my vacation, which is fine with me, but my daughter is about ready to kill me. <laughs> and it, I'm just so, so... I'm so excited. It's just, I feel like that stadium is going to be rocking the buzz. That's the buzz everywhere. I've heard them say that in Charlotte, everybody's walking around and the new, you know, conversation started with everybody's like, so you going? And it's just going to be, I still think there will be Washington fans there because I think a lot of people sold them before all this came out, but just having him back and the energy he brings and it's, it's just renewed energy and all of us, of us I think and definitely the rest of the fan base and it's just I just can't wait to see him come out of the tunnel I swear there was I'm gonna have tears in my eyes can you, I'm gonna be can you walk us through the emotions of the dead cam sign God, I don't even I, <laughs> doesn't I was remember like, where she was, there was <laughs> I it could was not like work the day that Will and my daughter were born There's but the, the day that <laughs> The day that we re-signed Cam, it eclipsed all of that. Sorry, Will. Yeah. Oh, was, we've known for a long time. Uh, yeah. He's just so joyful. It's just, he's just so joyful. And then just the emotions of that day were just, I, I could not work. I could not focus. I was trying my hardest, but I could not focus. And news just kept coming out and coming out and coming out. And I kept wondering, okay, so... How did that conversation go? <laughs> you, Baby, come back. <laughs> I know. And I thought, and, and I'm sitting there going, what did, okay, so. I, I think this is how it went. I think uh, it was like, <laughs> bring, bring. Yo, this is Cam. <laughs> hey, Cam, this is David Tepper. Uh, how you doing, Cam? <laughs> Cam, uh, so what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> What can we do to get you to come back? The wheels are not falling off. We are sliding down the road with absolutely no wheels on the vehicle. Sam Darnold somewhere in the back seat. Yeah, I, there had to have been some serious groveling. Because, I mean, yes. if I'm Cam, when you get that call, first, there had to be a big eye roll. Like, oh, here they come again. And then I have to imagine he was like, Tell me you shouldn't have cut me. <laughs> Tell me you should have never let me go. Just say it. And Tepper was probably like, I never should have let you go. 
<laughs> it's like being in a relationship and you've got that one solid, you know, but for whatever reason you decide to break up and then you hang out with a couple of like floozies and that's not really going anywhere. And then you look back one day at that solid and you're going, damn, I never should have broke up with her. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And then you get the balls up to, uh, to, to call her and we're like, hey, just wanted to see how you were doing. You, you want me to send the plane? I'll send the plane. Can, can I have food on the plane? Drinks on the plane? All, your kids on the plane? Whatever you want. Bring everyone. I, I mean, saw, I saw you on TV the other day. You were looking really nice. <laughs> Can wear whatever you want to the press conference. You know. Anyway, that uh, that it's exciting news. Obviously, the uh, the return was nothing less than remarkable. First two touches, touchdowns. The only thing I couldn't figure out is why on the uh, first and goal situation that we had, where we did the jumbo package and ran right, why we didn't do that on first down instead of waiting till it was second and goal. Do y'all remember that? They didn't. I don't think they called that play. I think they left PJ out there for the first goal. I was like, because know. he was going in at third and two. What? Well, I think you're saying they were putting Cam yeah. in on third and two. Yeah, that was situations. their. Yeah, that was oh, originally their situation. Second down. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I thought it was third and two that they were going in. He seemed to come out third and twos, and then they left him out for a first down on after one of his third and short. Because it was first and goal, mm-hmm. left PJ out there, and then we didn't get anything from what I recall. This is off the top of my head. And then it was second and goal, but we had actually lost a yard or something like that. They put the jumbo package to go run right. So then it would be third and two. No, we, they got the touchdown. Oh, on gotcha. second. Sorry. No. So, but anyway, um, unbelievable stretch there for Cam. Just you know, even Matt Rule in his press conference. Uh, later in the week was just talking about how just you know shocked he was that the first two touches resulted in a touchdown it couldn't have been a better you know not it wasn't technically a homecoming but uh return for cam i mean just brought so much energy so much excitement it's you know it, it is nothing short of uh or it has been nothing short of changing the minds of a lot of people about this season already it will be really neat to see what happens this week. I think they're going to use a uh, a hybrid of Cam and PJ. I think that PJ still mm-hmm. will have a better understanding of the offense at this point. But Cam brings so much that you you you've got to get him out there on the field, you know. And he's used to the play action. I don't think he'll know the same terminology offhand that uh, Brady uses versus what they used in the uh, uh, the old offense. But it's still play action. You still got Christian McCaffrey out there. Hopefully we'll get some nice clean slants through the middle so Robbie and DJ and those things will open up for us and uh, we'll have some good results. Speaking of Christian McCaffrey, didn't you just love his little celebration with Cam? I have never seen him do any kind of celebration of any sort. I had to keep rewinding and watching that. It was so funny. I don't know what that's called, like the noodle noodle arm dance or something like that. I don't know. It was like he was trying to beat himself to death with his own arms, man, for like – for like five seconds, I got a little worried, frankly. He I'm was just like, so excited. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. It he was, was taking selfies on the side with Cam during the game. Was I mean, he really? There was like one yes. little thing where, yeah, he, he got, can't, see, Christian McCaffrey was definitely loosened up and uh, not nearly as straight-laced and focused, I think, as he normally is, which I think is what Cam brings to the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to 
say some unpopular things, but <laughs> we have to remember that, yes, Cam got touchdowns on the first two times he touched the ball, but PJ played the rest of the game and we won. Yep. Um, so it's heartwarming to see Cam out there, and it's definitely something where he gives a big energy boost to the players around him. And I think that that might be the biggest difference that he brings so. right now. I think so. Because we also have to remember it was this season that Cam got beat out by a rookie somewhere else. Um, but I don't so, think that he just got beat out f- just flat out. He was just – because they said they consulted with Belichick and, the um, you know, the Patriots organization. And I think – and what I kept hearing in preseason was like, oh, Cam's got this job. He's doing way better than Mac Jones. But I think the big concern was that he he, he would just overshadow Mac Jones and they wanted to develop him, so they made the decision to go with Mac Jones. But I feel... Not so much not go with Cam, but to go with ride with Mac Jones, their, their draft pick. Now, I, I'm all for developing the folks that you obviously draft you've got you know some stake in when you draft them high especially first round picks things like that but this is pro sports they have one goal and that's win games and if you have one person who's going to win more games for you than another whether it overshadows someone else or not i think that if there was a clear cam is going to help us win more games cam would have been playing for the patriots this year but (laughs) so you know i i I like the energy that Cam brings, and I think that Kim Cam brings more energy to the Panthers because of his history yes. than he would bring if, yes. you know, I don't know, pick a team, the Browns, the Jets, whoever. If someone else said, oh, we're going to sign Cam, I don't think that that city would have the excitement or the no. players would have the excitement that the Panthers have signing Cam. So, you know, there's a, there's a tough road ahead for the Panthers, and... I think Cam is better and brings more than Sam Darnold was bringing, but you know, I don't. I don't want to jump ahead and say he got touchdowns the first two times he touched the ball. We're going to take down every team in front of us. No, um, but it's again unpopular opinion. But I think that no, but I think you're right. You're right about that. I'm scared about tomorrow. Yeah, I mean tomorrow could be a tough game, but hopefully. The energy and the um, enthusiasm and confidence that he brings, which I think is one of the biggest difference. We were just, you know, the last time we were all together, we were talking about how Sam Darnold just, he doesn't ooze that confidence that inspires those around him the way Cam does. I mean, that's part of why Cam is Cam. Well, see, and another thing about it, talking about Sam Darnold and going back to Teddy Bridgewater and, you know, part of the game is... Part of the game is that uh, it's just entertainment. So when you're going to the game, you you want to be entertained. You want to yeah. – and, man, watching those games, of course, everything's better when you're winning. But even when you're winning, there's nothing that exciting happening. It's just – and and they never I, – I kept – you know, like I miss the times when – remember when Cam, after he, they would make a touchdown, no matter who made the touchdown – he, the quarterbacks, the backups, everybody, whoever made the touchdown, they all go and they jump up in the air. They, you know, you know how they do. Yeah. And you miss all that kind of energy. You just, you just miss it. Going to the games, there's just nothing there to look forward to. Even when they're warming up on the field, I used to get there early to watch Cam warm up because he would come flying out like Superman. He would just, you know, 
he'd always be wearing some kind of loud shoes um, for warm-ups. And it was just, you just love to watch him. You just love to watch him. And the, he just... You weren't into Sam Darnold's shoes? No, he just wore, he, I think he wore like, he was like, like white Reeboks or something, you know, just kind of basic. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest questions, you know, in the past, especially prior to the release of Cam uh, by the Panthers, was just his health. Uh, you know, there was the foot issue, the shoulder issue. I mean, I personally watching the games, I, I thought he had lost some zip on his ball, on his balls rather. Um, but, uh, you know, in hearing Matt Rule speak this week in the press conference, you know, I, I felt good that he has no concerns about, you know, Cam's arm strength or anything like that. I mean, I, I think a healthy Cam, um, despite some of the technical issues I, I think he probably still has in terms of mechanics and throwing, a healthy Cam is still a very, very good football player. And he brings that to the table, number one. I think that's ultimately the reason why the Panthers went out and got him. Uh, he was an upgrade to everything else that they had on the table at the time. Now, he also brings those other intangibles, and Matt Rule has tried to downplay those a lot, I think, in the mm -hmm. press conferences and, and talking about it's really just about winning, and I get that. Um, but, you know, I, I think those are going to the points that you're making, Mel, about, you know, the excitement, the charisma, uh, the mojo even, you know, that he brings to the table. And, and that's, his, that's his style of leadership. You know, and, and that was one of the things that I think was sorely lacking. Confidence, one. Leadership, two, on the part of Sam Darnold. Uh, he just, he was not out there, you know, in front of everyone trying to rally the troops, so to speak. You know, he's throwing interceptions and he's walking straight to the bench. Yes. And um, there was no, you know, I got this, you know, we're going to get out there and get it next time. It was, it, it was evident that, you know, his play was in his head. And uh, I think that just showed up on the field over and over again. He couldn't make decisions. And then by the time he got through his, uh, you know, his check downs and going back to his number one, I mean, he's just throwing balls that just didn't make any sense to throw. And so, um, you know, the one thing that Cam has never lacked uh, is confidence. I, I think that in and of itself will be a good harbinger for us moving down the road. You know, he's going to inevitably make mistakes. Cam's going to, you know, throw some picks and those things are going to happen. He's going to miss some wide open players. That's just part of it. Chuck some balls into the dirt. He's, I mean, yeah, he's going to overthrow guys. That's just what he's done. Um, you know, but uh, being able to get back out there, not letting that last throw dominate your psyche, uh, you know, that's also what Cam brings to the table. And that's what we've needed. We've got a incredible defense right now mm -hmm. just being able to get out there and score you know two touchdowns a touchdown and in a field goal keeps us in games as as was evident against uh, the cardinals so you don't have to have this explosive offense throwing up 34 points a game to win with this defense um but you do have to be able to move the ball sustain drives and occasionally put points on the board and i think cam is going to give us a way way better opportunity at doing that than we have with Sam Darnold. Can't speak as much to PJ. I was happy with what he did on the field against the Cardinals. I think he made two bad throws. One turned into an inter interception. The other was close to being an interception. But um, but other than that, he managed the game well, and uh, he didn't seem out of his element. I mean, that's one of the things, you know, when we were talking weeks ago about 
um, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold just completely seemed out of his element. I mean, he was shook all the time. Yeah. PJ, even you know, after a bad play or whatever, he was back out there. He was slinging it, man. It's like you got to have a short memory. He's got that XFL MVP confidence. Yeah. You know, there you go. <laughs> and um, he's got he's got a much quicker release than Sam Darnold did. So I guess that's why the line was able to to hold up better. Because sometimes I don't know. Sometimes you can tell when somebody gets straight to the quarterback, but sometimes I can't tell, like, is this the line being really bad or is it the quarterback being really bad? Yeah. Well, I mean, Sam Darnold seemed to have the uh, memory of an elephant. I think he was worried about, you know, interceptions he was throwing in peewee ball because everything everything <laughs> seemed to be <laughs> on that man's mind when he was out there on the field. So uh, happy to have Cam back. You know, it's really, really exciting for the team. Um, there's no doubt that the energy he's bringing to the city of Charlotte right now is just, it's evident everywhere. I think the day after they signed him, you know, people were hanging his jerseys, which they all still had, uh, hanging their jerseys from the balconies and things like that. So it's a huge deal. I'm excited. Tomorrow's a tough game. If anybody was going to have a read on Cam coming into this game, it's going to be Ron Rivera. Right. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. I I think, if anything, that's probably one of the reasons why Rule is uh, saying, you know, we're going to have both guys ready to go because – um, Ron's probably not going to have as good a read on PJ as he does Cam. So uh, keeping it mixed up out there, I think, is probably the right call and uh, still bringing Cam along, you know, as slowly as you can, noting that he is your your guy moving forward. So Knowing what you know today, guys, most of us said we wanted Justin Fields. Would you um, have taken Justin Fields? Because if we took Justin Fields, chances are we wouldn't have Cam. Which would you rather have? I personally would... I mean, at the end of the day, I would rather have Justin Fields. What Cam brings right now is amazing, um, but he is 30, 32, 33. Um, and 32. 32, and, you know, he, he has been injured several times. Uh, me, as a non-NFL athlete, having a shoulder injury that had to be surgically repaired um, in my throwing shoulder, I, I can't I can't throw well this point and, and so I don't even know I mean throwing hundreds of balls a week as an NFL quarterback and then having to come out and throw 25 30 passes on game day that's that's rough and it's not going to get any better um, I think that's why we have seen him fade towards the end of the last few seasons when he has played it's just it, it gets it gets taxing um, even with all the the professional care that that they have um, so for the long term, Justin Fields would, would probably be a, a better option. He has seemed to improve every week. You know, I've, I've watched him a few times. The Bears are hard to watch, but um, he has made some games interesting. Um, so, you know, optimally, I, I think with all the hindsight, we, you know, with, with what we know now, keep Teddy, draft Justin Fields, you're, you're golden. Um, but it is something special to, to be able to have Cam Newton back in, in Charlotte for one last ride. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think we have a young team on both sides of the ball in many of the most important positions. Uh, I think to have been able to have built around a player um, – like Justin Fields moving into the next five, six, seven years would have been exciting. Uh, You know, whether 
ultimately he will pan out to be a great quarterback. That's obviously difficult to know. I think he would have been in a better position coming to the Panthers than he is with the Bears. Yeah. I just think he would have had more players at his disposal. I think although our offensive line is not great, I think it is better than the Bears. Uh, our defense is certainly better than the Bears. So I think for all of those reasons, it would have been really cool to have seen what he would have brought to the table and how he would have developed over the course of a season. That being said, I mean, we are where we are, you know, and I don't think there's any question that the front office made some horrendous decisions as it comes to the quarterbacks and the quarterback situation mm -hmm. that we have there right now. I mean, I think it, I saw something the other day. I don't know if this is fully right, but something like we've got 60 million on the table, you know, in the last two years, maybe year or something like that, you know, tied up in all of our quarterbacks. Sam Darnold's on lock for 18 million next year. I we still paid, don't know why they did that. Oh my God. I don't either. Uh, you know, we're, we're paying Teddy seven this year or something like that. And now we've just signed Cam up for another, you know, potentially 10. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's been horrible and uh, Cam is an improvement on that and I'm excited. So I don't want to take anything away from what he's, he's bringing to the table. Uh, but, you know, going back to the beginning of the season, you know, if we could have picked up Justin Fields and, you know, still not be with Cam, I'd be okay with that. At least I think I'd be okay with that. It's hard to tell, you know, depending on how he would have played and, and looked for us. But, you know, that's where I'm at. It is hard to tell. And, you know, Mel, this is a really interesting topic, but it's, if we were to have picked Justin Fields, there's so many things that have to be undone because not only do we not get Sam Darnold because we wouldn't have made that move. Right. You have to wonder, would we still have Teddy or would we have let him go um, if they had drafted Justin Fields? And then you kind of got to look at where we are in this season. If Justin Fields had been drafted, would we be playing him? Would we be trying to develop him behind Teddy or behind someone else? Um, and, you know, there have been some games that we've lost this season that were very winnable that a Justin Fields probably could have made a difference um, if we don't have Sam Darnold. And so we might be in a better spot already this season. And I agree wholeheartedly with what Adam and Will have said that long term, Justin Fields puts you in a better spot. Um, just the way Cam plays, his history of injuries he's not signing back to the Panthers to be our quarterback for the next five to seven years. Um, well, there's Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin not, your mood. I'm sorry. Let's not bring TV I'm into this discussion, y'all. Let's not. This we'll was be such here a, all day. This was such a nice discussion. All all day. Sorry, Beth. That's sorry. Okay. It was sorry. going so yeah. well. I restrained myself earlier because I was going to make a Tom Brady reference in comparison. But, you know, you have to undo so much of what got us to where we are now if we take Justin Fields, mm -hmm. that you kind of have to go back to pre-draft and, you know, all those decisions that were made, bringing Darnold in. And like I said, I think Justin Fields is definitely the answer to the question, not only for this season, because I think this season looks different if we have Justin Fields as opposed to Sam Darnold. Now, I don't know what that means, whether or not we would have kept Teddy or if they would have brought some other veteran in to maybe try to mentor him. I hope the plan wouldn't have been, and again, we're talking about like hoping plans didn't happen for things that never were going to happen, but you know, I would have hoped the plan wasn't just if we drafted Justin Fields to just throw him out there game one with nobody there to really mentor right. him or anything like that. But um, I think he would have been a better choice. I don't think we, you know, maybe we're another game or two ahead 
if we have Justin Fields as opposed to Sam Darnold, which right now we're technically in the playoffs. Um, and because there aren't teams running away with it this season, like there have been in the past, you know, this isn't one of those seasons where you've got to, you know, win every single game to make the playoffs. We could be pretty close to 500 and in the playoffs potentially. So those one or two games would be a huge difference right now. And I think the whole, I think people would be more hopeful if we had a Justin Fields as opposed to a Sam Darnold. Not that I'm saying Justin Fields would have come in with the same confidence and, you know, the whole, just everything that Cam brings energy wise. And I'm not saying that Justin Fields is low energy, but I mean, Cam's about the most high energy player in the game. There's no one like him in the game. There isn't. Now, all that being said, I also agree that this is a great boost. Whether it's just for the rest of this season, you know, I don't, I think he's only, it's only Mm -hmm. just for this year. Who knows? Now he may resign. If we make the playoffs and we make a nice little run, they may say, okay, let's resign him. But again, I don't, sustainability wise, this isn't something that I think Cam could do five years down the road. You know, I think this is, like Will said, this is kind of a last hurrah, whether it be this year and next year. Yeah, he's such a different player than Tom Brady. Is I mean, just to Thank use God. that as a comparison, I mean, you know, I, I don't love Tom Brady. Everybody sitting in this room knows, you know, my disdain for that man. But um, but he's he plays the game and has played the game so much differently than Tom did. The, the punishment his body has taken over the years is just not going to let him play into his 50s and 60s the way that we looks like. Tom <laughs> <is about to. laughs> so, <laughs> but uh but that being said, um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful this is going to be a, a really positive end to the season. And frankly, looking out at the draft class, just to digress for two seconds here, I, right. I'm not seeing anything that I'm like, you know, drooling at the mouth to get the way that I was with this most recent draft class of QBs. Um, you know, I think it was a strong draft class. And I was going to say, too, you know, it really looks like the Panthers were like panic buying, you know, when they picked up Sam Darnold. You know, yes. there was... Yeah. There were question marks about Teddy, but accuracy was not one of them. Being able to to lead a fourth quarter drive was definitely one of them. Uh, but looking out at the what was available, you know, both in terms of free agency and the uh, the draft, and then going Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, you know, and 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 it felt really a lot like they were trying to upsell the fan base on him as well. Well, you know, he's still young. He's you know he's played for a terrible Jets organization. Um, you know, disregard those 59 interceptions he threw <laughs> last year. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so there was there was just all of that. And, you know, uh, questions in the draft, yeah, were we going to get a QB? Uh, you know, it, it wasn't guaranteed, you know. And it, from everything that I heard, they weren't really um, sold on uh, Mac Jones. But I think there was enough there with Teddy being there with some ability to move up day of draft or something like that, if it's if everything's falling around you and you can move up one or two spots and get your guy, you know, then then I think those would have all been better options. Okay, Mel, what's your take on this? Okay, everybody knows my take. I'll keep it short and sweet, Cam. Definitely, I don't care. I would sell my children. Bring Cam back. No, okay. Will, I wouldn't. do you need a hug? <laughs> but you also, I feel like every team needs that veteran presence, and I think we were sorely missing that this year. Um, I think it's very important. I've seen how important it is through the years. Our 2015 run, we brought in all those veterans, and it really helped solidify the team and, and bring in experience, knowledge, et cetera. 
uh, Cam Newton all the way just for the excitement he brings. And if he's gone in a year or two years, whatever, fine. But you never know who is going to be in the draft class that we pick up later on. So what's yet to be is still unseen. So, you know, unless Justin Fields turns out to be the next Tom Brady oh my uh, <laughs> or Drew Brees, uh, Aaron Rodgers, whoever you want to say, um, unless he or Mahomes, um, unless he turns out to be something like that. You know, who's, who's to say? Who knows who we got coming down the pike? All Fair right, enough. y'all. So here we are. We're a little bit more than halfway through the season. Right now, we're actually in the playoffs, which, considering how the season's gone, that's a little bit surprising. But right now, we're in the playoffs. I know it would be nice if we could end the season now and say, let's just do the playoffs. (laughs) we got Cam, let's go. But what do y'all think needs to happen for us to make the playoffs at this point? I think that Cam just needs to keep bringing the energy that he is bringing as as, um, as long as he's on the field, if he's not turning the ball over frequently. And, I, I mean, I think our defense can hold up to two or three turnovers a game as long as they're not in uh, in terrible positions on the field. So I don't think Cam has a terribly difficult job in front of him. It's more about the, the life that he brings to the team because they were totally dead. And um, and and I think I think we can pick up I mean, what was my what was my prediction before the season started? I think it was nine nine and eight, maybe. I think that's right. Nine and eight. Yeah, I, I think we might be able to do better than that. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised that we are where we are, even given starting Sam Darnold for eight games or something. Um, so yeah, I think that's all that needs to happen. Our, our defense keeps playing the way it does. Like like you said earlier, Adam, we don't have to score a lot of points to to win games, um, and that will if we do make it into the playoffs, I think that'll be a, a big difference maker. You know? Yeah, I I think I, I would echo all of those things that you just said, Will. I I would also say that just staying healthy is going to be really key yeah. for yeah, us. Absolutely, we have been kind of going up and down on that roller coaster. I know a lot of other teams have as well, but. Uh, having Christian McCaffrey back is just a huge shot of adrenaline to that offense. Um, And it just gives you another option. You know, we've talked about this before, but when McCaffrey's in the backfield, you know, defenses have to account for him in in two ways. One, his running ability, and two, his pass-catching ability. You literally have to drop someone else into the box to spy him to see what's going to happen, you know, so is if, if on that play action he's got the ball, you know, and he's running it, you know, they've, they've got to have somebody guarding him, you know, a linebacker looking and guarding against that. Now, if he's chip blocking and then running out for a uh, check down pass, um, then you've also got to have someone paying attention to that because if he catches it on the outside, I mean, that man can bust, yeah, bust it for 50 yards, mm-hmm. you know, just off, off, off the drop. Um, and then you've also got to see if he's going to chip block and then slant through the middle. So there's just so many things that he does that holds defenses accountable that makes everyone else better. Because dropping that additional man in the box means that there's one less player in the backfield that's guarding Robbie, that's guarding DJ, um, you know, that's guarding Terrence. Uh, and so it just makes everyone better. So bring that into combination with Cam, uh, who, you know, 
provides you a number of options as well, which is interesting. Uh, you know, as long as Cam can uh, sustain drives, so it doesn't have to be fancy. He doesn't have to be, you know, gunning it 50 times a, a game. It's just sustain drives, give your defense a break, and score occasionally. I mean, literally, if we're scoring a touchdown in the first half and a field goal in the second half, we're going to be in a lot of games as long as we're sustaining drives. Because one of the things that you've seen is that, you know, as good as our defense is, it is demoralizing when you go and, you know, keep the off other offense from, you know, three and out, bam, you know, and there's a punt and we get the ball, then it's three and out against us, right. you know. And then they're or, right back out there. And they're right back out there. Or we turn the ball over first play and then it's just, you know, the te- defense is not getting any rest. You know, it's remarkable how well they've played given the challenges that they've faced. And did you notice like in the last game versus Arizona, we got more of our defense back. They were a lot healthier, so they were able to rotate the defense. So even though they weren't even out there that much, because we held the ball the majority of the time, they were able to rotate them and and keep them fresh. This is the deepest backfield the Panthers maybe yes. ever had. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there's no question about that. So to all of those points, um, you know, that's that's what I think we need to do to make the playoffs. I, I would agree with Will. I think we're unbelievably in a decent spot to make the playoffs at this point, you know. And I think if Cam can improve over the course of the next few games, you know, uh, pick up more and more of the offense, man, it's exciting to see where this team may be in the next three or four games. I mean, really exciting. Hopefully, you know, they don't lay an egg on Sunday. Oh, and, God, uh, yeah, please. <laughs> and, that, and that Ron doesn't have our number. But um, we get past Sunday, I think we've got a really good shot. Just like everybody says, though, with Cam, just like when he went in again for the, for the first touchdown he went in for Arizona, they know exactly what Cam's going to do. They know what he's there for. They still couldn't stop him. Um, that jumbo right package, yeah. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows what that's going to be. And I think it's the same thing, too. You just got to keep the energy up, keep them playing fast. Coaching is always – I thought coaching was good last time. It's, they've got to stay, keep their level up. And as long as those players can keep up their their energy and their the fun that they're having and the way they're playing, I think that the mistakes will take care of themselves because Cam will make mistakes. There's going to be some interceptions. So, BK, what are your thoughts? I think the next two games – are really going to be key. Um, you know, we actually have the second hardest remaining schedule, mm-hmm. which is which is going to be tough. We haven't played the Bucks yet at all. Oh, no. We still have the Saints. We still have the Falcons. Now the Falcons haven't been looking great, but but they can beat us they any given play, Sunday. That's right, yeah. any given Sunday with them. But the next two weeks, we've got Washington and Miami, both totally winnable. Now I know Washington's pulled off a couple wins, and this season has really been across the board kind of wild, it right? It's been crazy. Really wild. You have best team one week losing to one of the worst mm-hmm. teams. And it, so it's just been really unpredictable for that. But we've got two winnable games and then a bye. And then a really, really hard stretch. And so if you win two games and have a bye week, I think that that would do so much going into that last stretch that it could put us right over the hump. Because one, it'll build confidence. It'll, you know, we all know Cam is, you know, He's bringing excitement, but he hasn't played with a lot of these guys who are on the team now. So he's really got to kind of develop that. Mm-hmm. And for those he has played with, it's been a while. So you got to get that chemistry back. So these next two weeks, I think, are really what the key is going to be. We win these two, go into the bye week, go into that last stretch, hopefully healthy, hopefully, right? Um, and then with some momentum and some excitement. 
And I so think should we hope for Tampa Bay to win out so that maybe by the time they get to us, maybe like the last game or something, they'll be like, yeah, we don't need to play Tom Brady today or we don't need to play all our starters today, keep them fresh because we're in the playoffs. Or do we hope for them to lose so that maybe we can creep up on them? I don't know. You know, those things are really hard because I, to me, I don't love the whole sitting players when you get close to the playoff. I totally understand why, because you want people to be healthy. But sports, so much of it, I feel like, is momentum. Mm -hmm. And having people playing cohesively and even taking that one week off sometimes can be such a a bad idea in my eyes. Again, I'm not an NFL coach, but, you know, I played sports my whole life. And, you know, you've got to – when things are rolling, you let them keep going. Because, you know, which would explain why every time we used to come back from Ron Rivera, we would uh, lose on the after the bye, the first game after a bye. Okay, y'all. CPC fun topic of the week. What former player in their prime would you most like to have back to help this year's team? I'll start. I think I, I can't decide which one. I think it would probably be Jordan Gross. Maybe Ryan Khalil, but it was between those two. I think Jordan Grace. I think the the backup center we have might be a little bit better than the backup left tackle. There's some sexy answers out there, and that was not one of them. I know. And that was the one I was going to go with. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. You really think so? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Jordan Grace or? Uh, I I didn't think of Ryan Khalil, but that's also a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. you can you can finish. I, no, I don't that's mean, it. You go, Will. You I, I mean, I, I think offensive line, now that we have Cam, I think offensive line will be our greatest weakness. Um, obviously, nobody better at the quarterback position in, in our history. Um, so I, I think, you know, I was thinking maybe Luke, but Shaq has done a really great job. I, I think if we're talking value to be added to the team, um, left tackle or center would absolutely be the most necessary additions. I mean, I, I was also thinking maybe Josh Norman, 2015, um, because we have had a lot of corners go down. But then again, our, our backfield has been has been really solid. Yeah, I was thinking Josh Norman too for a second. Well, real quick, when does Horn come back? I don't, I don't think he is coming back this yeah. season. They've He's not made not. an announcement about that. Yeah, I haven't they? heard anything. Potentially, okay. if we make the playoffs, I think he had an eight-week, maybe eight to 12 weeks. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, Adam. Go ahead. Jake Delhomme. <laughs> 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 Y'all laugh, but uh, on some of those runs we went on, Jake Delhomme was, was huge. Now, I don't think it was because he was an especially great athlete or quarterback um a lot of it had to do with throwing to steve smith and musa muhammad but uh you know jake Delhomme, you know he 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 got his due in the playoffs you know at times and uh and led a a a a panthers team much like this one that was very strong defensively and really relied on him to do very little um now that we've got cam back you know i say that tongue-in-cheek but now that we got cam back that's a you know, I, I would have definitely said Jake Delhomme two weeks ago, but with Cam back, uh, man, I may have to. I don't know. I don't think I can do uh, Khalil or um, or what's his name? Uh, Jordan Gross. Jordan Gross. I, 
I'm, I'm just not sure. And I'm you're the reason we have a bad offensive line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I fully believe we needed to invest in our offensive line a lot more than we have. It's it's almost inexplicable sometimes how we have it, knowing that it's been such a weakness for the last three years. But, um, man, I don't know. BK, who do you got? I think that the uh, calls for O-linemen, it's a good call. It's not the sexy call. My sexy call Steve Smith. Of course. Steve Smith. Of course. And here's why. So we have some wide receivers right now who are so close to being great, but they have been dropping balls this year that they should be catching. I feel like Steve Smith was the just scrappy, dependable wide receiver that you need. And in big games, he came up so big. I always felt like he'd come up with a catch. And he also brought the same energy. Mm -hmm. Now, not not cam-level energy, but he brought energy. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like with what we've got left in this season, if you had a scrappy, just super dependable receiver like Steve Smith, who's going to fight for every single yard and bring even more energy with cam, that it would... Put us over the top. So Smitty's my sexy answer. Okay, so I, I know who I, I'm going to go with, and uh, and you know I think we can play it this way too. 2015 Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the MVP Cam. We're going to put it on this team. We're going to do some great. I things. think 2015 Cam is not that far off from what we have now. In that, I think <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think that part of Cam's magic in 2015. He was healthy, number one, but number two is he just made everyone around him better. So he has the potential to lift every player on that team. And that's why I think that we have a real shot at the playoffs, BK. Mel, I hope you're, fair you're right. I hope you're really, really right. So. <laughs> All right, Wilstradamus, what's your prediction for the week? Well, I nailed it last week. Um, so. You cursed him. <laughs> you cursed him. Uh, let's see. I think, I think Christian McCaffrey will have over 200 all-purpose yards. I like that. On Sunday. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to have a big game. Uh, Chase Young is now out for the season, uh, unfortunately. Um, not that he was performing at the level he was last season, but still, I think their defense has, the football team's defense has been weaker um, this year than than was expected. Uh, Ron is so hit or miss with his game planning. Um, so even when, I mean, obviously you, you're always going to have to focus your game plan around Christian McCaffrey and what he can do. But we have seen as as Ron coached the Panthers that he doesn't necessarily focus on the players that that you should. Yeah, it's too bad. He's um, not coming off a bye right now. So we'll see. I, I I really think Christian McCaffrey has has a good shot to have a huge game. How many touchdowns will Cam have? How many touchdowns will Cam have? Yeah. I think Cam is going to have let me let me tap into this. Let's see. Uh I, I'm I'm gonna say three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. I, I think that Heineke is gonna chuck a pick six. We're getting a lot of Wilstradamus. Do you care to predict the, the, the quarter that that's going to happen? <laughs> it's that 9 a.m. energy. I, I think it's going to happen in the third quarter. It's going to go to C.J. Henderson. 
Oh, that's bringing. You know, I really am surprised. I thought Will Stradamus was going to say his his game time prediction was going to be. I think my mom passes out from lack of oxygen <laughs> from screaming in the stands. That's probably the most accurate p- prediction that could happen. Yeah, that's that's a chip shot. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go with something that that easy. My prediction is that Cam arrives to the stadium in the Pope Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> And and I will t- I will say that my prediction is that next week Mel's game day gripe is going to be that not enough fans were in their seats and screaming for Cam when he comes out of the tunnel. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That is our very first podcast. But before we get out of here, we want to thank those who helped make this whole thing possible. So shout outs to all the production crew that helped make uh, this episode. So to the head of our retired players correspondent, Hund Employed, thank you. Our inspirational but impatient preacher of a few words, Dr. Wright Meow, our chief beach and ocean weather correspondent, Darcy Bellows, our principal thermostat monitor, Kenzie Nips, our badass, take no sass, yard is full of grass, chief music producer, we don't have one yet, um, our head of culinary affairs, Mo Salt, and his half-sister, Alessa Salt. <laughs> And that's it, guys. That's our very, very first podcast. So thank you all for listening. Y'all got anything else? Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, everyone. And we back. We are back. See you next week. Bye-bye.